to the Slay Girl Slay podcast, a space created for women of color who are fearless in their pursuit of getting anything and everything she wants out of life. This audio series was created for every woman who is on the verge of her come up, creating her own vibe and transforming her life. Sit down with me, grab your earphones, turn me up in your cars, and let's have some well overdue girl chat. I'm your host, Ashley Legs, and this is the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hey, boo. Welcome back to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hello, hello. Happy Monday. I hope you had a great weekend this weekend. I had a great weekend. I am fresh off of a trip from Chicago again. (laughs) I was there this week and I saw my mom off on her trip to Europe with her friends. Yes, y'all, mama is traveling through Europe now. (laughs) And ever since I moved out, she has this new attitude and she's doing new things and she's currently in Spain right now and she's doing this cruise from Spain through all of these different places in Italy. Um, Me and my mom talk every single day, sometimes three or four times a day. And I haven't been able to talk to her very much, if at all, for the last couple of days because she's overseas on this cruise. Um, She said she'd tune in to today's podcast if she found some Wi-Fi. So, Mom, if you are listening and you found the Wi-Fi, hey, girl, hey, we hope you are having fun and sending you all of our good vibes today and wishing you a really, really good trip. Y'all, next Saturday will be June 1st. How? Time is flying. Is it flying for y'all? Because it's definitely flying for me. (laughs) It was just March, I feel like, but now we're headed into the summer and hitting the halfway mark of the year. I'm wondering, however, how many of us are still fired up from the beginning of this year and we still got the game plan out, still hitting the goals off of our to-do list. And if you are, great boo, keep pushing. I will most certainly meet you at the finish line at the end of this year. But for most of us, I'm sure we've had some, some sort of loss of steam. We aren't as on top of our game plan like we were in the beginning, and that's okay. We've gotten distracted in some way, and what really mattered to us at the top of this year has kind of fallen off, and we've gotten a little quiet now that it's almost summer, and life has been hitting us back and forth, and we're just trying to make it to the end of the week, let alone even thinking about the end of this year. And I realize how hard it can be to stay focused and keep your target in front of you, but also thinking of how looking towards the second half of this year, we need to learn to be mentally tough and show up for ourselves like never before. I've been really having this mentality lately that either I'm going to show up for myself, either I'm going to suit up or I'm going to sit down. And I I may have fallen off a bit since the beginning of this year, and that's okay. And forgive me for lack of a better term, but y'all, I am not about to half-ass the rest of this year. From the first podcast of 2019, I said I didn't want y'all to be walking within your purpose by the end of this year. I said I wanted y'all to be running, and I want to be able to celebrate with you at the end of this year and look back at all that we've accomplished together. But sis, we either going to be about it and finish this year strong or we're going to have to do it and make excuses. So either you're going to suit up or you're going to sit down. So some of you know what you need to do to kick yourself into gear. And some of you are like, Ash, 
I really don't know. I'm ready to get back in the game. I really want to feel motivated. I want to finish this year strong. How do I prepare myself? How do I reach my target and stay on track with what I want to do? I understand that it's hard to stay focused and to keep taking consistent steps to accomplish something. But first and foremost, it starts with self-talk. What we are saying internally to ourselves means all the difference. We can be so hard on ourselves, y'all, and I'm, I'm so guilty of this. When we have these obstacles in front of us and we have this massive to-do list to tackle and so many things are hitting us from so many different angles, we get down on ourselves and the negative self-talk starts. I'm always an advocate for being a stand for yourself and gassing yourself up and reminding your own self of your sauce and how you are the sauce boss. And getting in the game and showing up every day requires you to be kind to yourself. It requires you to say to yourself, you know what? No matter what, I got this. I can do this. I am going to have a great day today. I am going to get the work done this week. As opposed to missing some things on your to-do list or missing a meeting or not making it to the gym or whatever it is that made you miss the target you were trying to hit and telling yourself, you know, oh, I'm terrible for not doing this. I suck for not going to the gym. This work will never get done because I'm a procrastinator. No, you got to talk good to yourself, boo. I also think controlling your emotions is such a good skill to have and something we all need to consistently work on every day. Some days it's hard, I know, and you get frustrated because things aren't going your way. And that's normal. You are human. But being able to step outside of yourself and recognize when you're being a brat and when you're being upset and when you're frustrated helps because then you can ask yourself the facts. Why do I feel this way? Is it necessary for me to be acting this way? What is causing me to be down on myself today and then being able to pinpoint where your frustration is coming from, why, and knowing how to fix it. I can instantly feel my mood shift when things aren't going right, and I've been doing a better job at taking a moment when I do feel like I'm in a mood um, to consciously think about what's wrong and why do I feel that way. Instead of steamrolling through the rest of my day and letting my attitude be the narrative of what's to come for the rest of the day, and I can check myself and and find a better solution to respond to whatever it is that's happening in my life. I'm not perfect, and I definitely have days where I just want to cry or days I just want to smack somebody, but there are more days of me trying to get a hold of how I feel so that I can still keep my head in the game and get what I want accomplished and not let my emotions rule my day. With that being said, I think that if you can't control a situation, if you can't control the outcome of something, let it go, boo. I struggle with this a lot because I like control. And sometimes I'm trying to control a situation and I don't even realize that I'm trying to control it. But I've learned that just letting it go and keeping it pushing has saved my energy so many times more than it hasn't. I put up a quote on the Slay Girl Slay page uh, a few weeks ago that said, I'm at a space in my life right now where I have no room to argue with people anymore. If you tell me two plus two equals nine, you are absolutely right. Have a good day. 
You can't control every interaction you have with people in your personal life, people at work, people within your business. And at some point, you have to take a step back and say, I can't control this. I can't control what other people think or what other people do. I can't control what other people say. I can't control what's going to happen at work today. These things are out of my control. And once you let that go and just keep it moving, you end up feeling so much better and can get back to focusing on whatever it is that's important to you at that time. Prime example. Y'all know I got a story. (laughs) Prime example. My dad's favorite holiday is Thanksgiving, hands down. I mean, so much that he has already started planning Thanksgiving dinner, y'all. And it's it's not even summer yet. Now, I love my dad's determination and tenacity to see things through and to show up for something that he wants, right? But where my dad lacks is he likes to control every single aspect of what he's working on, aka Thanksgiving, and doesn't know how to relinquish that control when he needs to. I was listening to an episode on NPR's Code Switch called The Women Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. And when I say I was tapped in from the moment I pressed play, when we think about the bus boycott, we think about Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King, but we never really learned how this bus boycott was organized. But in this episode, you hear directly from the many women who organized for months and did what it took to make this bus boycott happen. And y'all, I was locked in the entire time. If you're interested in hearing more stories like this, you have to check out NPR's podcasts. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Stories of joy, stories of resilience, stories that are distinct and varied and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. So, as someone that has textured and curly hair, I'm excited to share Clairol's Textures and Tones came out with a permanent color range specifically for curly and coily hair types. Say hello to the improved formula and new look while preserving curls and shine. With 12 shades of brilliant intense color, no ammonia, and stacked with argon and olive oil to deliver some much needed moisture and vibrancy to your hair. So if you're my girl that likes a little color to spice up your look from time to time, the new Clairol Textures and Tomes was designed with texture and color specialists, and it was created with you in mind. Clairol's mission is simple, to make every woman feel beautiful and confident and help her live colorfully through accessible and easy to use products. Save your time and your money and give yourself a new hairdo because it's not the hair color you were born with, but the hair color you were meant to be. Clairol, it is so me. This is January of this year, as in a few months ago, January. We are on the phone, and I told him I'd be happy to help him plan. Just let me know 
what, you know, let me know what you want me to do, dad. Um, He asked me to look for fun activities and restaurants in the area so that family who was coming in for Thanksgiving would have options, you know, to keep themselves occupied. He then calls me two weeks later from this conversation. This is the first week in January. Calls me two weeks later and asks for the list of activities and restaurants. It is January, y'all. And so I'm walking downtown. He calls. He asks for the list. And of course, I don't have it because it's January and Thanksgiving isn't until November. But that that day I had two important meetings, a podcast to record, and I wanted to make sure I got in a good workout at the gym before the end of the day. And I told him, sorry, you know, I don't have this list. We just talked two weeks ago. It's still January, you know, but I'm I'm happy to get it to you closer to the date, a.k.a. when we get closer to the end of the year. He flipped, y'all. We started going back and forth, and I'm trying to tell him he's insane for trying to plan a holiday event, and we haven't even gotten the New Year's crust out of our eyes, and he's getting mad at me for back-talking, and we're just going down this spiral, and I'm starting to bite back. I'm getting sassy, and I'm starting to get irritated, and I'm starting to get upset, and this is all before 9 a.m., So then I took a second and I just let him talk. And after he finished yelling, I said, you know what, dad, I'm sorry. You should probably do this on your own. I apologize for not having what you needed when you needed it, but I'm not about to lose my day over this. I let go. I think he was pissed (laughs) that I said that, but I kindly let him know that I loved him and told him to have a great day and hung up the phone and went on to kill my two meetings, the podcast and the gym. And if I didn't just let it go and let him seethe by himself, I would have let him take me too. And I wouldn't have been in a good headspace for my meetings. I wouldn't have an attitude, you know, to do a great podcast. I'd, I'd have a bad attitude and I definitely wouldn't have made it to the gym. Another way I think to really show up for yourself and show up for what you want is to be present. Be present today in this moment. We have goals written down and a game plan. And yes, we absolutely need that. We can't hit a target if there is no target in front of us, you know. But we also can't get caught up in what's going to happen in the future so much and all these things we have to do ahead of us and still be present in this moment. There are a lot of plans and ideas and things that I want to do and I want to create for this brand and for the podcast. And it's good, right? I write them down. I create goals and it's all fine and dandy. But what good is a brand? What good is the podcast if I'm not present right here with you in this very moment today? Ask yourself, am I present in this moment or am I thinking about what I have to do next week or next month? Am I here today or is my mind somewhere in the future? Am I thinking about what my future looks like every single moment, every single day? Or am I taking a moment to be present in what I have now? I'm guilty, guilty, boo. (laughs) Guilty. I'll be the first to say, yes, I am steadfast on my future and hungry for the woman I'm becoming so much that I know what I'm wearing in the future, when I have a bigger bank account, I know where I'm traveling, I know what my man looks like in the future. <laughs> and again, I need that, right? I I need to dream. I'm a dreamer. But at some point, I have to take a step back and look around myself today and thank God for today. You have to look around yourself right now, whether you're at home, 
on your way to work, already at work with your children, you're walking, wherever you are, look around and just say thank you. Thank you for this moment. Be grateful for this moment. A lot of people wish they were having this moment that I'm having right now. Thank you for my today. Patting yourself on the back and celebrating your small victories is also important to keep going. And these small victories eventually add up to really big victories. We've said this before. But I think where a lot of us get lost is looking for that external validation of others. We want other people to like us, like our photos, like what we're wearing, like our makeup, like our hair, like what we've said in conversations, like our jokes, blah, 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 blah. We want that validation from other people so much that we forget to validate ourselves. I feel like this could be a podcast within itself, and I kind of talked about it in the last episode. This is a little different than just some good self-talk. You got to celebrate your own wins, celebrate your own victories, clap for yourself in an empty room where no one can see you and no one knows what you did, but you just celebrate what you did. If it was going to the gym three times this week, tell yourself, great job, treat yourself to something, maybe not ice cream. (laughs) That would be the first thing that I did, but maybe not ice cream, go get a manicure or something, right? If you wanted to be early for work every day this month and you did that, go celebrate. If your business made it its first sale, congrats, boo, I'm proud of you, but clap for yourself. Don't look to everyone else to pat you on the back and say, job well done. If we get so caught up into waiting for people to pat us on the back, that's all we will ever live for. Waiting on someone else to say good job. Waiting on someone else to clap for us. So you mean to tell me if you did all this work and you studied for this exam or you got into this program or whatever you did, you you wrote your first book and you made your first sale, that it won't mean much to you if people don't congratulate you or if or if people don't like it enough? Girl, bye. Take yourself out for a drink to say, job well done on something you did. Treat yourself to something nice when you accomplish something and watch how the game changes. Another way to keep showing up for yourself is to simply take ownership and stop making excuses. Excuses don't write checks. Excuses don't pay the bills. Excuses don't get you to where you want to go. Oh, Ash, I can't go to the gym today. I have cramps. Oh, I can't work two extra hours tonight because that show is coming on. Oh, I can't plan my trip or pack or do the laundry because I'm exhausted and all I want to do is lay down. I had a long day. I understand there has to be a balance and your girl can make a real good excuse any day, anytime, anywhere to not go to the gym. Trust me, we are all in this together, but there should be a balance and either you sacrifice your time for what you want or you sacrifice what you want for more time. Time that's going to pass anyway, time that you won't get back anyway, regardless if you're spending it doing something valuable or spending it doing nothing at all. So spend it wisely. This is your game. This is your marathon, your world. We are all dealt a stack of cards and it's how we decide to play those cards that will ultimately determine how we win in the end. So I want you to take some time over the next two weeks and really think about how you can make some changes as we look towards the second half of this year. Set some deadlines for yourself. Build some routines. I want you to get back in the game and show up like you've never done before. 
Shock your own self, sis. Blow your own mind. I want you to email me and message me and tell me what you've accomplished this year. And you know what? Some of y'all have already started emailing me all the cool things that you've started and worked on. I'm seeing websites coming through that you've built, the businesses that you've started. Some of you have gone back to school. Some of you have sent me your book. I'm proud of you. But I know there's a lot more of you that's just not there yet. And I want you to win too. No distractions the rest of 2019. All focus the rest of 2019. Grind the rest of 2019. The end of the year is going to come anyway, whether we show up for ourselves or not. So let's show up and let's show out. All right, you guys, that wraps us up for this week. I would much appreciate it if you guys would leave a comment in the comment section with your thoughts on the Slay Girl Slay podcast and even more if you would subscribe. Send me an email with any topics or feedback on today's podcast and you can always find us on Instagram or Facebook at Slay Girl Slay or come visit us on our website at www.slaygirlslay.com. Until next week, we will chat soon. Peace.